back for week 11 of Woody versus Gorney. It continues to get depressing, Gorney. The season is almost over, and the hellish December for us is almost ready to begin. Yeah, it's going to be busy work-wise, so we have to pony up and make some money here. So let's let's get to it. All right, so on the season, we both had a 9-12 and 12 week last week. A mm-hmm. brutal week for us. I'm 104-93-1. and one. You are 111, 86 and one. So you got a seven game lead over me. So I got to close the gap quickly. Let's jump right into the picks. Number nine, Alabama. The dynasty's over. Nick Saban should quit his job. <laughs> 12 point favorite at Ole Miss. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. The dynasty's over and, and everything else. And this is when Alabama comes in and, and really starts to flex their muscles. You know, they have not looked all that great, to be honest with you. We, we obviously have kind of, laid out the problems the wide receivers aren't great the secondary is a little not great you know the dog factor isn't as clear as it is at georgia that's a lot of points though um you know the public loves Ole miss here which makes me think that uh, alabama covers i'm going to take the crimson tide in a backdoor cover I i don't love this pick i don't think it's a great pick because the money's also following the public but this is just one of those situations where Ole miss has run the ball so much and so regularly if they can't, if they can't get that run game going, uh, let's see if they have another weapon in their in their back pocket. I don't think so. I'm going to take the Crimson Tide here, minus 12. Yeah, I'm going to take Alabama, too. I mean, you've <laughs> lost two games on the road by, like, four points. You know what I mean? Yeah. Come on. Let's, let's relax. I do think uh, the schedule is really hard for them. I can't believe how many of these big games are on the road. You know, they were obviously at Tennessee. They're at LSU. Now they're at Ole Miss. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think uh, I'm going to take them to cover just because I think Ole Miss is a little too one-dimensional for my liking. Next up, TCU going to Texas, and Texas is favored by a touchdown despite the Horn Frogs being in the college football playoff right now. Yeah, this is the perfect situational game to take Texas, and that's what I'm going to do. Um, you know, TCU has has had a phenomenal season. The bet really is basically, will it continue? Will will they finish undefeated? Will they not? The public is split here. The money is heavily on Texas. I like Texas at home. They're coming on strong. They looked really good against Kansas State last week. I'm going to take Texas minus seven. Yeah, I'm going to take Texas as well. Ewers firing on those cylinders. If they had him all year, they might have won against Alabama if he finished yeah. that game for them. He is looks like the real deal. No wind concerns in Austin this week. I don't think. Windy here in Atlanta with the hurricane, but I do not see the wind being a problem. So yeah, give me the Longhorns to cover as well. Uh, number 25, Washington going to Oregon. Oregon almost a two-touchdown favorite. Yeah, this is one where the public absolutely loves Oregon. So I'm going to take the other side. I think Washington has cooled off a little bit here and Oregon is heating up. I think they kind of meet in the middle a little bit. Washington's still a very good team. I think Oregon wins the game but in a 42-31 sort of sense. So I'm going to take Washington. Too many points here. Yeah, it's a big-time rivalry game. You used to always play this like the third weekend in October. I don't know what happened. The Pac-12 Network or somebody pushed this one back. Larry Scott's decision pushed it back. Uh, I think Michael Penick's very efficient, Uh, you know, one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the country. Oregon secondary, got Christian Gonzalez, who I love, going to be a first-round pick probably. Um, but they allow a lot of big plays. They allowed a really long touchdown last week to Colorado, too. So, yeah, give me Oregon to win, Washington to cover. Uh, next up, UCF going to Tulane. Tulane, a one-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, this is an interesting game because, again, the, the 
the public loves Tulane in this game. I just think I'm going to side with the with the with Central Florida speed and dog factor of UCF players. This is a big game. They're going to be up for it. Uh, they're not favored against Tulane. I just don't know if Tulane has the firepower to stay up with UCF. I'm going to take them plus one and a half. I would take a money line to win outright. Yeah, John uh, uh, Rice. Rice. I always want to say Reese because uh, that's what I called him in high school. Apparently it changed when he got to college. Uh, he has been out the past two games, and they actually have looked pretty good with a quarterback who can throw in there in uh, Mikey Keene. I'm, not, I'm sure Plumlee's going to play. Um, I wanted to pick Tulane, but I decided I'm going with the alma mater. I'll take UCF to go ahead and win on the road and then try to get back to the old uh, big bowl game at the end of the year. Uh, Missouri going to Tennessee. Tennessee trying to bounce back. They're a three-touchdown favorite. Yeah, and, uh, you know, um, Eli Drinkwitz got the big extension. Incredibly well-deserved for the job he's done there so far. Not really much at all. Uh, I'm going to take Tennessee here. I just, I just think that their offense is still very, very good. They're coming off of something of an embarrassing performance against Georgia, if that's possible. They went in there with every single thing going against them. Number one, unstoppable offense. Georgia's secondary sucks. Yeah, right. Tennessee wins big here. I don't think Missouri has the firepower to keep up with them, and I think Tennessee is a little PO'd. So I'm taking the balls big. Yeah, I like them to bounce back. Um, I'm a little nervous. 20 and a half, though. I'll probably like the first half, I would say, on the Vols. I I, uh, I took some blowback for saying that I was surprised Drinkwitz got that extension. And, of course, it was, oh, the recruits need to know he's going to be, be there. <laughs> Let me okay. tell you something. If I asked every recruit in the country what people, coaches, contract situations where they would have no answer, they have no clue, uh, you know, like, they, so that's overblown. But anyway, Drinkwitz is a nice guy, and you got to get him on the signing day show. So let's hope he comes on there. Uh, next up, LSU at Arkansas. Arkansas, three point underdog at home. This has moved a little bit. Yeah, this is a trap game for LSU for sure. Coming off that big win, they go for two and get it and beat Alabama, and everything feels great. And the, the public loves them this week, and the money loves Arkansas. This is one of those games that could be 28 27. I love it if it goes to four and a half because 28-24 is calling me here. LSU is by far the better team. Arkansas has really fallen off a lot. Liberty took it to them last week. Arkansas was very mistake prone. But when you're in, in the betting game, it's all about teams that are hot against teams that are not, and then that switches when they go to home. So everything points to taking LSU minus three here because it's so easy. When it's so easy, go the other side. I'm taking Arkansas by principle. Man, I'm never, I'm never going to catch up if we pick all the same games. Listen, <laughs> give me the Arkansas money line here. Forget it. I, I've seen enough of, you know, we're celebrating this win a little too long, uh, LSU is, for my liking, personally. I actually – I liked Liberty last week, but I thought, okay, I'll go, I'll go with the over, and it didn't even come close because of yeah, those yeah. Uh, mistakes you mentioned. So, yeah, give me the hogs to cover, and like I said, I might sprinkle on the money line there. Indiana at Ohio State. Every week, Ohio State favored by a billion points. This week, it's 40. 40, yeah. And and this is just a principal bet. I'm taking Indiana. 40 is too much. If, if Indiana can get to 14, they have to go get over 52 points. They have to get to 55. I'm going to take Indiana I, I, just because they're going to get blown out. But 
I just don't think Ohio State really has to blow anybody out, and they're just waiting for the Michigan game at this point. Yeah, I'm going to take Indiana as well. Uh, they kind of – I think they failed to cover against Michigan when I liked them, but uh, obviously we saw Ohio State struggled in the weather last week. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna stick uh, with the Hoochers to cover that huge number. Notre Dame going to Navy. I was surprised about this one, that this was even on the schedule. Navy 15-and-a-half point home underdog. Yeah, th- this is just too many points. Um, again, Notre Dame feeling great after that Clemson win. They got it all figured out. Everybody in South Bend loves Marcus Freeman again. He's a genius. Uh, that's when Navy runs the triple option, hand it off to the fullback up the middle and gain seven yards. I just think this is going to be low scoring. I could see 24-10, uh, something like that. I just don't think 15 and a half plus two touchdowns is, is too much here. I'm going to take Navy plus the points, although Navy this year is not very good. Yeah, they're not great, but they can shorten the game and only takes one or two mistakes from, you know, Drew Pine and company. So, yeah, I'm going to I'm also going to take Navy to cover that number. Uh, Purdue going to Illinois. Illinois lost last week as a big favorite. Now they're six and a half point home favorites this week. Yeah, this is the game. I think Illinois bounces back. The You know, they lost last week. It was disappointing. And some teams can take that and fold. I don't think this that's the kind of team that Brett Bielema is building at Illinois. I think they come back uh, and win. This could be 24-17. I think, you know, Illinois' defense against Purdue's offense will be able to shut them down. I don't think Illinois folds. You don't walk into Champaign and get an easy win against the Illini these days. I'm taking the Illini. Yeah, I've been kind of disappointed with Purdue. I know they've had some injuries, but their offense just hasn't been kind of what people thought. So I'm going to take Illinois to cover that one at home as well. Vanderbilt going to Kentucky, Kentucky an 18-point favorite. Yeah, that's a lot of points for anybody. Um, Kentucky is not playing great football. They didn't look good at all against Missouri and still won. I'm going to take Vandy. Uh, just just a pride factor, 18 points. I know there's uh, rumors of the flu going around. Jimbo Fisher used that as, as his latest excuse last week for why Florida went down there and whipped them. Uh, I, I'm going to take Vandy here plus 18, just because I think they can kind of put some points on the board and make it choppy and lose 31-17. I can confirm the flu's going around here too at uh, at my house. So yeah, I would say <laughs> I have some sympathy. I'm taking Vandy as well. I think AJ Swan is out, but uh, you know another one of my guys, Mike Wright, steps right in. He's starter caliber too, team captain. So yeah, give me Vanderbilt to cover Kentucky to win. Nebraska going to Michigan, Michigan a 31-point favorite. Yeah, this is a big job for Mickey here uh, to see if he could be, get the job. Uh, we'll see if that happens. 31 is too much. Um, you know, it's pretty much split. The public likes Michigan a little bit. The money likes Nebraska here. I'm going to take it. 38-10. 38-10 covers. I think 31 is too much in this game. Unless Nebraska just goes up there and says, we're done with the season. Uh, I think 31 is too much. I'm taking the Huskers. All right, we continue to be in there. Fade, fade these picks. Every single one is the same. I'm taking Nebraska as well. Uh, like I said, 31, 31, probably too much. Louisville going to Clemson. Clemson trying to bounce back. They're a seven-point favorite. Yeah, I, I don't love the action on this game, but I'm going to take Clemson out of just pride for how poorly they looked last week. Um, for them to be – they got embarrassed. I mean, a 96-yard pick six – Another interception. They couldn't move the ball or score. They got scored on at will. 
I don't think Dabo is going to put up with it. I think there's still a lot of pride on that team. Louisville is a, is an interesting team because some weeks they look great and some weeks they look awful. I think they're going to go down there and get, and just Clemson has too much skill and pride. I think I'm going to take Clemson here minus seven. Yeah. I think they're also Louisville, a little bit different team on the road than at home. That game was a blowout, but I think it was kind of, you know, the, the way it went with the pick six and then club Nick throwing another, uh, another pick right down there in the 10 yard line. I kind of, I kind of feel like the score was closer than it was. Obviously, Notre Dame still killed them. But, you know, in the broadcast, I would say, oh, Notre Dame's having their way with the D-line. Yeah. Like, well, the D-line's been on the field now for hours. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take Clemson to cover as well as we keep going here. Maryland going to Penn State. Penn State a 10-point favorite. Yeah, they're worried about the sloppy uh, tailgating situation at Penn State. It's been a little rainy this week, and they're going to – you know, uh, people aren't going to be able to get boozed up like normal. But I still, I'm going to take Penn State here. Maryland on the road has not been as impressive. They can score and make things interesting. Maryland is always, you know, sometimes Penn State goes to Maryland and looks really good and then has them home and really struggles. But I, I, I just kind of think this is a game that Penn State's skill overpowers what Maryland has. I think it could be a little high scoring. I kind of like the over, um, but I'll take Penn State here minus 10. And once again, I'm taking Penn State as well. I, I don't like – for some reason, I don't like Maryland this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just – I've been wanting to fade them every every time I get the chance. So, I'm going to stick with that here. Take Penn State in the running game. I don't really care about the weather aspect there. Boston College going to NC State. NC State climbing the poles. Continue their 19-point favorite this week. Yeah, and this is this is just a principal pick. The, the public is about split, but the money is on Boston College – and I don't know why they have been so incredibly disappointing and bad. I mean, they have just been really bad. Um, but I don't know if NC State can score to 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 kind of extend this game so much. I could see 35-10 easily here, but I'm going to go 35-17. I'm taking the Eagles. They're going to go down to Raleigh, and they're going to cover this number probably with a late touchdown. I would like the record to show. I put my picks on the Google Doc first that Gorney has access to. So just, yeah. just so we have you know. a Google Doc. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Boston College. Uh, I like him here, and the reason why is I think Halfley's going to have some stuff cooked up for MJ Morris. Uh, I still think NC State wins, but I do think he's going to see some different looks uh, from a good defensive-minded head coach there. So I think Boston College can keep it close. Uh, Georgia going to Mississippi State. Mississippi State a 16-point home underdog. Yeah, just tell me who you like here, and I'll take the other side just to make it <laughs> interesting. I'm taking Mississippi State. Uh, here's why. I think because you're taking Mississippi State too. I see your face. <laughs> uh, they're home. Georgia off the big win. Mississippi State can kind of make it quirky and weird. I know they've sort of collapsed in some games and not looked as great as they should have. Georgia, you know, getting getting off of that win and then coming into what is a difficult def uh, offense to, to figure out. I don't think Mississippi State comes close to winning the game, but I do think that they can keep it close. 35-24. Yeah, I actually was sweating the eight points at the end of the game last week against yeah. Tennessee, yeah. even though Georgia completely dominated the game. Now, Tennessee fans, of course, using that argument as – as why they should be ranked ahead of Oregon, which, you know, no. uh, you, you have an argument that you should be, but I wouldn't be using the score deficit against Georgia as the, the main one there if you're me. But yeah, I'm going to take Mississippi State as well. I, I have the 2020 game in my head 
when it was a lot closer than expected. And I went and looked at the series, and it's like rarely does Georgia blow them out. In this one, they blew them out once in like the past 20 years or so. I know they don't play every year, but I think uh, I'll be a little closer than expected. Maybe a little hangover, so yeah, give me Mississippi State. Uh, Kansas State going to Baylor. Baylor favored over the ranked uh, Wildcats. Yeah, this is not a game that I love. The public loves Baylor here. Uh, I think that's complete reaction off of how Kansas State looked against Texas. I'm going to take Kansas State here on the road, plus two and a half. You're basically picking them to win the game. I think they're going to. Deuce Vaughn can break runs here and there. I think Kansas State was a little embarrassed with how they played against Texas last week. I think this is going to be a close game. It could be sort of a toss-up, but I'm taking the Wildcats on the road. All right, we've only got four games after this to disagree. Give me Kansas State as well. Come on, Gordy. Right. <laughs> this, is, this is what they talk about, hive mind, groupthink. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is bad. This is bad. With the not mainstream media. So, yeah, give me Kansas State. Baylor, Baylor's let me down too many times this year. I think Kansas State – would. If Kansas State hadn't stormed back the way they did in that game last week, I wouldn't be as confident, but I like the way that they didn't quit there. So I'll take them. North Carolina going to Wake Forest. Uh, Wake Forest favored at home. Is that right? Yeah, favored at home. I think this could really be I, – I think the number is 76. I could, I'd could. i have to look on my phone. I actually think this could go over. This is going to be one of those games, I think, that they're just going to give up playing defense, which means – you kind of you kind of favor the the favorite in a game like that. I'm going to take Wake Forest at home. Uh, let me see what the number is. 77. So yeah, I'm going to take Wake Forest at home. I think it's just going to be a shootout, probably in the 40s. Uh, I'll side with Wake Forest. Yeah, I'm going to take Wake as well. I'm uh, the the Drake May love fest is getting a little too much for me. And always because he should be the Heisman Trophy winner. It's like yeah. I. North Carolina due for a letdown. So, yeah, I like Wake to to win at home and cover. Uh, Florida State going to Syracuse. Syracuse is a seven-point underdog. Yeah, this is one of those games that's just a principal bet. Everybody now loves Florida State and thinks they're the greatest thing ever. Uh, going up to the Dome, Syracuse has not played great the last couple of weeks. I think they bounce back. I don't know if they went out right, but I do see 28-24. So, one way or another, I'm going to take Syracuse plus the points at home. Basically, a complete principal bet that the public loves Florida State so much. Yeah, it's been kind of disappointing for Syracuse the last few weeks after being right there with Clemson, and they just haven't looked the same. I'm going to take them as well. I'm, I'm thinking there's going to be a little hangover for the Knolls after beating Miami, and I just, you know, I don't have the, I don't have the confidence in Florida State. That <laughs> I think they're on their way back, but I still, I'm too scarred emotionally to yeah. uh, to trust them there so yeah give me syracuse uh stanford going to utah utah 24 point favorite 24 is a lot but stanford is terrible i mean it seems like stanford's laid down everything that they used to be able to do like run behind a big offensive line they can't do and david shaw stands there with his play card and shows absolutely no emotion throughout the game i'm going to take utah it could be 31 nothing i'm going to take the utes at home i know it's a big number but i don't i don't care yeah, Utah really hasn't skipped a beat. I mean, it's uh, it's unbelievable to me how how well they've done with guys coming in out of the lineup, the guys they've lost to the NFL, coming a, sh- a couple of showdown games coming up. Uh, I like them to t- take care of business and blow out uh, Stanford here. Arizona at UCLA, last pick going. UCLA 19 half point favorite. Okay, 
So this game, I don't know what to do because I love UCLA in this game, 19 and a half points. I think this can also be high scoring, but 81% and 98% of the money, every single bet has been basically on UCLA. That can't be right. That can't be right. So I'm going to take Arizona. There's going to be some weird backdoor cover here. Uh, it could be 42-28. God, I, I just can't put my money on where everybody else has. So I'm taking Arizona. T-Mac goes off in the Rose Bowl. Well, we did it, Gorney. Every <laughs> single game, the exact best. No way. Yeah, so... That's pretty good. Guess what? Hate us. I might hate us hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's bad. It's like 20 games. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's impossible to even do without trying. <laughs> I'll also take Arizona. I like the over. I don't even know what it is, but I'll take it. I've been loving UCLA overs all year. Once again, kind of like USC, they just let teams hang around even when they shouldn't. They play up, they play down. Almost like uh, there's a trend between the California kids and uh, some complacency there. So give me the Bruins. That wraps it up for this week's show. Uh, be sure to, to tune in, subscribe, tell a friend, share the picks. Gorney's killing it this year. Um, and uh, we want to make sure the audience is locked in. So leave us a review, comment on us, and hit us up on Twitter if you got any feedback. All right. Thanks, Gorney.